that frown upside down. You have found your way to the Stuff Worth Trying podcast with your host, T-Boy and the job. Looking good, Italian job. I'm feeling good, Tommy Boy. How are you, brother? I'm well, man. Lots going on. I love this time of year. We've been kind of stupid lucky with weather, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Felt like summer all week, getting up, and it's 60 degrees in the morning. Didn't feel like that much of a gloom at all, but uh, no. a lot of cool things happening. I know you got a busy couple of uh, weeks ahead of you coming up towards uh, Katy, Texas. Yep. Excited about that. We've got some some guests coming up to talk more about what's going on in Katy and, and, and GTE and all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, it's how lucky are we, right? How about you? What's going on in your life? Who, who has it better than us? Nobody. So this morning we did something really cool. The guys in Rock Hill, South Carolina, created a South Carolina ghost flag. And, the, and have you heard about a ghost flag, or do you know anything about ghost flags in general? Uh, I think I do, but it may be okay. different. Do tell. So North Carolina has a ghost flag, and if anybody knows where it is, update the Twitter account, because right now it says, I don't know where I am. So <laughs> anyway, the way the ghost flag works is a region has the ghost flag, and another region has to show up with at least five guys to the region to take the ghost flag, and then they are in possession of the ghost flag. So the South Carolina ghost flag was created in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and there was a lot of banter and and conversation going back and forth. And the guys in Fort Mill, South Carolina, a different region, Rock Hill spun off of Fort Mill. Fort Mill starts talking about on the Slack channel, and then Rock Hill catches wind of it and says, don't let them outnumber us. So today, Fort Mill showed up with 13 guys, (laughs) <laughs> to take the shovel flag, Rock Hill showed up with, I think, 18 guys. So all in, there was 31 dudes, and all we did was legs. It was, leg. It was you know, you, you've heard of Mucho Chesto with the different push-ups. Today was Mucho Lego, and it was standard. It was, it was a Dora, 100, 200, 300, but it was all squats. Uh, it was standard squat, narrow squat, wide squat, lunge, lunge. That's one did a hundred of those. Uh, and then there was 200 bomb jacks and 300 calf raises. And then we did some other stuff, but that's all I remember because I, I struggled walking up and down the stairs today. Yeah. I, I say to help you off the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So I say all that to say this, the, the, it was really, it was just a conversation. It was just banter back and forth to get the juices flowing and a ton of guys this morning said man i miss this energy this is the type of energy we need this is what we want so i had a wonderful morning now like you said this afternoon i may be struggling to walk around i might drag my legs like lieutenant dan but we'll see what happens but yes today has started out extremely well and then you know we'll see where it goes from here I'll be thinking about you tomorrow. I know a lot of guys are getting after the chat 1000 and uh, tomorrow's my yeah. day as well so we're uh Boy, that's a piece of pie, but it's for a, it's for a hell of a great cause. And, and I'm, I, I say I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if that's what I mean. Uh, I look forward to the importance of it and tackling something that is damn near impossible. So I absolutely what are, we, what are we talking about today and who are we bringing on to talk to us about it? Yeah, it's a subject that uh, I am excited about because it's something that I could always do more of, you know, just like getting up and getting after it in the mornings, get our, getting our body sharp. Um, we're, we're bringing soft serve on today to talk a little bit about uh, his, uh, something he's launched in his region, which is all about sharpening the mind. Uh, and so without any further ado, soft serve, welcome to Stuff Worth Trying, my friend. Uh, real quick, name Arama, and how'd you get your F3 name? Hey, fellas. Uh, 
and tell me why I can see why an Italian job sitting down and we're standing up. <laughs> uh, soft serve uh, I got my name um, I went to the anniversary uh, in 2018 uh, in ENC East North Carolina and at the end uh, well as you know the anniversary ones tend to be a lot longer and I, I had no idea you hear it all the time I had no idea what I was getting into and they went <laughs> I just knew there was food at the end <laughs> so <laughs> um, I as uh, and my last name is pronounced pecan or pecan, depending where you're from. And I tell yeah. people like the ice cream because I used to teach and I had to find a way before the kids would be like, oh, Mr. Walnut, Mr. You know, whatever. <laughs> and you say like, like the ice cream and get some thinking. So the combination of that and me being last in pretty much everything <laughs> on that anniversary <laughs> one, hence the name soft serve. So <laughs> good on you. Proud yeah. of you for showing up at the anniversary, man. Those guys bring it. I don't, I don't, they do. I don't know how many would show up for an Annie. So that's well done. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, I can't really take any credit considering I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> those are, those I knew now. <laughs> well, see, of your back, legs hurt. Your legs hurt. And um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't walk for a week after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But hang on, first. hang on. You, you mentioned you were kind of the last everything you did. That's not the case anymore. You were saying before we hit record, what did you just finish? You just did something pretty intense. What did you just finish? Oh, thanks. Yeah, I did um, a marathon rock yesterday, uh, 26 plus miles, 40 pounds. Um, and then um, the, we did the Chad 1000X on Saturday, the Oof. step up challenge. And um, not really a humble bag it's more of ignorance where we did it at at east carolina stadium i thought it was just going to be on the steps or like the curb but they did it on this like cement bench that went around after about 400 of them i started to notice that most everybody was on this side <laughs> <laughs> and i was kind of over here but who designs a bench that goes <laughs> at an incline <laughs> So, um, I, I did some that were much higher than the, the earlier ones were much higher than the latter, latter ones. So, Everybody's um, nice. but so it was nice to do that <laughs> right. for a great cause and then followed it up with, uh, and actually, um, a 50 mile bike ride on Monday and then yesterday a 26 mile, 40 pound rock in preparation for F3 carries, um, ultra coming up uh, a week from friday where it's um 24 hours you rock or run or walk um 75 miles um and prior to that you have to do five miles each day so um, so so tommy boy that's not even what we're talking about but that could be an entire stuff worth trying uh <laughs> podcast that so hey we good on you soft serve that that is legit man awesome tommy boy as much as I want to talk about legs, which makes my workout this morning seem like literally a walk in the park, which is exactly where we did the workout this morning was in a park. But anyway, what are we talking about today? And what is the point of today's podcast? Yeah, well, everybody loves a good rhyme, right? And so months ago, we had a guest on talked about freed to bleed uh, and the blood drive and the goals across the nation and how we could get after that. Soft serve reached out to us on Slack not too long ago. Uh, and offered up his concept of freed to read, 
So we talk about sharpening our mind. And so I, I'm, I'm all in on that, you know, because of my involvement with F3, I've certainly picked up a lot more books than I ever would. I'm a member of uh, Go Rucks Tribe program. Each month is a new book. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Had my eyes open to a lot of things I wouldn't have before. And it's all because I put a book in front of my face. So officer, give us the uh, kind of the 30,000 foot view of what Freed to Read is. I understand it's in its infancy and that's why I'm so excited to talk with you because it's relatively new. Thanks. And uh, like you said, uh, Tommy, one of the great things about reading a book and that is you, you learn something new from engaging with people. Just like I didn't know anything about that Go Rock Tribe book club. So as soon as I'm done here, I'm checking that out. Um, no, but that's no. kind of how the free to read um, kind of came about is uh, I find that the more you talk, we talk about books, we make them more interactive in a sense, uh, the more engaging, the more fun they are, and, and the more we remember. I, I think that's one of the reasons we don't remember a lot of what we read is because basically you read it once and for us to even expect to re remember something that we only read once. I mean, think about we, a lot of us have a hard time remembering somebody's name that we just met, but yet we expect ourselves to remember a whole book. <laughs> so the but with the free to read channel it's to bring focus to content that it helps hymns accelerate grow hopefully engage in conversation and bring the text alive whether whatever genre it is that was another reason the free to read was nice um while a lot of it in the early parts of it has been on a certain genre love to hear what other people are reading uh i always say my favorite book is the one that people want to talk about so mm. have you always been a reader <laughs> yes but um there's kind of a loaded question in a sense because like we talked off air is people automatically think oh i love to read or i can sit there and read for hours and that's total opposite um i have adhd so um, focusing for a long period of time on something is very difficult. Um, the, the way I read a little bit a lot or a lot a little bit, does that make, <laughs> make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, and I'll read different books at the same time. Uh, and some people say, well, you know, how do you keep track or whatever? But we watch different TV shows too, don't we? So it yeah. kind of helps keep it fresh in that sense. But uh, yeah, I, I've always been a reader, but I grew up uh, reading the sports page or Sports yeah. Illustrated, kind of like you Italian job, you read The Athletic now. Those were, and I was a big baseball collector. We had, um, and we ended up opening up a baseball car shop when I was a teenager. So the Beckett baseball car monthly. Oh yeah, I remember favorite. Beckett. I remember Beckett. <laughs> yeah, and then before The Athletic, there was uh, for a short period of time called um, a daily sports paper called The National. Mm -hmm. So those were the things that I was reading a lot. And even then, a lot of my reading was so I could either get better or know more about a certain field in that um, case, you know, baseball cards or whatever. And it, um, and I, I was on a TV show when I was little called Deedle Doors for reading. It was similar to Polka Dot Doors. I forgot about that. <laughs> you mentioned about me liking to read. But I like competition, and there's a thing called SRAs when we were a kid where, I don't know if you remember it, but you could read and you had to answer some questions. You move up a color level. Yes. So while I was a reader, I was more like 
competitive or like the the energy and the sports part of being able to see some progress it just happened that I could do it through reading and so I think I like that stuff better than the reading but but the reading and like anything the more we do the better we get at it and so um it and the older we get to finding mentors and things like that are very difficult I mean like just like the whole concept with F3 and the sad clown thing finding people to connect with so as I've gotten older reading has kind of kind of filled that void until I found my way to F3 and now kind of combining the two so I've got an idea and soft serum you're you're the first one to hear this Tommy boy haven't told you this before let's bring back the book it program that they had at Pizza Hut all right but instead of just the pizzas you set up Pizza Hut like it's a like the vintage Pizza Hut with the red cups and the and the and the glass uh, stained glass and, and the, the video game and, and the video game yeah the Pac Man video game face to face that's right <laughs> so you bring that back and adults instead of book it for pizzas book it for beer yeah I mean right. this this is a this is a big time idea Tommy boy use your connections call up call up pizza Hut and say this is it everybody's in the vintage now we'll bring book it for beer i don't even drink and i'm in hard commit it sounds great anyway <laughs> anyway the goal though is to retain what we read right <laughs> i mean hey listen you you can you can trade it out for a pizza or a water True. or a sweet you know. tea whatever it is but so well here, hey here. italian job coincidentally my um oldest daughter uh got her she was an fng a couple weeks ago and uh La Pinta in our area. He and I had talked about that Book It Club. And so now her name is Book It. Nice. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. So, so soft serve. I know uh, Tommy Boy kind of alluded to this. People probably say, oh, well, you probably just enjoy reading. What kind of misnomers, misconceptions do people have when they think, all right, Tommy, I know Tommy Boy reads a lot. So people automatically assume, well, Tommy Boy just loves to read and soft serve reads a lot. Um, they must just, just really love it what are the misconceptions that a lot of guys hear guys who don't like to read who have never read or or just they have what's the excuse or the misconceptions that you hear from guys when you bring up hey you know read for a few minutes a day 30 minutes a day find something to to you know expand your mind a bit well it's so similar to uh the excuses that a lot of us use in terms of working out um you know um I'm not fast or, or I'm slow. Uh, and when it comes to reading, that's one of the ones I hear, excuses I hear right away. I don't, I don't read fast. When did reading become a race? Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I say that tongue in cheek too, but it, it is kind of weird. Why do people think, why do we think that we have to read fast? Like when we go out to dinner or um, do we race through the meal or is it, do we try to enjoy it or a good movie? Do we want it to end or, you know, be long, um, you know, sex is the, you know, Hey, let's finish fast or let's enjoy it. So I don't read fast. Um, uh, and, but a lot of people use it as a reason not to, uh, the other is, and this goes with working out too. And I had a conversation recently with a guy punch out in our area uh, and um, a guy in our area, Charlie Brown recommended this book, uh, the gap in the game. Uh, a lot of people talk about the 1% better. 
that can be hard to measure, in my opinion. Um, the gap in the gain talks about how we grow uh, grow up or whatever. We're always measuring ourselves to other people. And the gap there, rather than how much we've gained. So we get um, down on ourselves a lot easier because we're not looking at the game. We're looking at, well, somebody else can do this or somebody does this or they like to read or whatever, rather than um, if I just read one minute a day or one chapter a day or 10 pages a day, whatever you choose that you do, at least do that every day. Well, what's hard about that is when you, if you just read one minute a day for a little while, we have a tendency to go, um, well, that's not really, I should be reading more and then we'll quit. We always say something's better than nothing, but do we always function uh, on that mindset? Do we believe, do we, are, do our actions say that something is better than nothing if we read just a minute a day? And, but some days we would eventually read more. Um, one example would be like push-ups from the book, um, Tiny Habits, one of my favorite that I've read. He did. What did you say, Tommy boy? It's a nice plug. Well done. <laughs> it was smooth. It was smooth. He did push-ups after going to the bathroom. And I, I thought when I was reading that, that was kind of tacky. But I also have a hard, or, sorry, Merkins. Um, <laughs> uh, that I have a hard time with those. So I tried that uh, for that reason, but I thought it was kind of a dumb thing to do. But from there, I started obviously doing some more. While I'm down there, I might as well do a few more than one push-up. But then my um, youngest son noticed that he started doing them with me after I went to the bathroom, and then after he went to the bathroom, and then um, then we were like, well, you're six, let's do six. After that, we were, well, six plus six is 12. So if we can buy into a little bit is better than nothing and stick with it, and then it just compounds, but getting past that, seeing the value in sitting down for a minute to read um, is one of the other myths with time. I don't have time. No. You don't have to have, uh, and, and ex the excuses are endless, but those are the top ones. So let me ask you this, how, give us the rundown of how the concept works. Are you getting together after a workout? Is it a, is it a challenge or guys filling out a spreadsheet? What is it, what does it look like in your region? <laughs> so that's where the growth part comes in. Um, and going back to like my love for reading, it, talking about it, like to me, book clubs, are cool but to a lot of other people they may not be or whatever uh but that i would love to have that where we have people getting together talking about books now we have q source that we do every sunday mm -hmm. and that's starting to grow um with bono is um helping that grow where we're doing some of that came from uh is it katie in texas where you get together after some workouts, mm -hmm. coffee, talk about books and that. And that's kind of what the hope is, is what started on Slack then leads to the um, the sites. And just so a lot of it's informal. Like I, I went to a run AO uh, a while ago and I sucked, but 
I asked one of the guys next to me, Doppler, I was like, hey, just tell me about a book you're in because I knew he was reading one of the books by Jocko Wilnick. And I, and I said, I can't talk. So like he turned into my like podcast about, <laughs> about a book. So it was motivating, interesting. And, and then it encouraged me to, um, I started listening to that book. But uh, going back to the other question with um, pro, um, myths about reading and that, now with technology and that, you know, Audible, um, Libby, where you can get free books from the library that you can listen to, um, books to read, like it's just a lot more accessible. So the excuses are just that, excuses. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of guys have misnomers. They think, oh, well, I have to read historical fiction or historical nonfiction, or I have to keep up with uh, the newest trends in self-help books. But I don't think we're just talking that. I think we're talking stuff like, what do you enjoy? I mean, if, it, if that means you enjoy reading about your local team, or for me, I'm a guy who goes down rabbit, these rabbit holes of, I want to know a little bit more about this. And then I start watching uh, reading websites, which lead me to books, which lead me to research. I like to know two things about everything. And reading is one of those things that expands your horizon. You learn more. It gives you something to talk about to, to strangers that you don't think you have much in common with. So Tommy Boy, I want to ask you, because we've kind of talked about some of the things that, that SoftServe likes to read. What kind of stuff do you like to read? I know you, you do read quite a bit, but what are the, the types of books or books you're currently reading? What do you enjoy reading? Uh, yeah, the stuff that I don't expect that I would like. Um, one of my favorite reads was actually the first book we read in Tribe. It's called Tribe by Sebastian Younger. And oddly enough, right now I'm reading Freedom, his latest book. Um, I like books that help me understand the author really well. Uh, believe it or not, I'm big into poetry. Um, more classic style poetry, just because watching somebody be able to work with words Coming from a creative background, I used to be in design, watching them do that with words and being able to paint those pictures, as it were, uh, has always fascinated me. Um, my, my top favorite books right now, if I, were to, if I were to be asked, are How to Be Here by a guy named Rob Bell, as well as uh, I Can Always Pick Up and Read Man's Search for Meaning by Sebastian, or uh, by, I said Sebastian Younger, by Victor Frankl. Um, Whenever I feel like I can't do something, that's a great time to pick up that book and be reminded what the human spirit is capable of doing. Um, and then, I, I, I'm a, oddly enough, I'm a big Calvin and Hobbes fan. So I pick up yeah. my big anthology of Calvin and Hobbes. And if I need just to shift gears, you know, changes scenery, changes everything. Uh, and you're also talking to a child reading Rainbow. So in, on my Mount Rushmore, there's nobody better than uh, LeVar Burton. So yeah, he's he's on mine, man. Uh, <laughs> butterfly in the sky. I, yeah, I grew up in California. And one of the coolest things I ever did was got to meet him when he was uh, shooting an episode with the Oakland A's. Just I, as cool I just I distinctly I distinctly remember that episode. Yeah. Soft, soft serve. Same question to you. What do you enjoy reading? Uh, I'm jealous you got to meet him. I just got the T-shirt, the rating ring, but <laughs> <laughs> man, um, but I love to read. Um, I got a lot of things, but um, something Tommy Boy said stuck out to me. Um, that the Victor Frankel book was mentioned in that Gap and Game book. Um, yeah, and that's a book that I see a lot of people mention. That 
I haven't gotten into yet. Part of it is being a little scared to get into a book like that. It's so it's so deep, but um, heavy, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, um, you said poetry. I don't know. Malcolm Gladwell is my favorite author, and I don't know if you've read Talking with Strangers. There's a part in there about poetry, not in the how to write it, but it it might be something of interest to you, Tommy boy. The um, this is a little random, but uh, choosing to stop what we're reading if we don't like it, to be okay with that, or to not have to feel like you got to read 52 books a year or whatever, like the quantity isn't, and being able to stop a book. I, I think in, one of the things in school is you, you're, you get forced to feel like you have to read the whole thing. If you're not liking it, put it down, get something else. Yeah. And there's a different type of book for every different place like uh you the calvin and Hobbes book like a bathroom book you, you don't need a big chapter book in there you need something like a calvin and Hobbes or something like that so um so yeah malcolm gladwell is my favorite author um i i love reading a lot of sports books um lately um a lot of ryan ryan holiday's books um yeah, those are great reads. Yes. Yeah, my favorites. Um, the this book here, Five AM Club. Uh, it it's pretty popular. I thought it was weird while I was reading it, but th the reason I, I bring it up is that was the book that kind of segued me into getting back into F three, and um, in, in that book it talks about doing twenty minutes of of reading 20 minutes of exercise 20 minutes of reading and 20 minutes of meditation or journaling um i tried to do a half hour each and one of the things that people say they have a hard time with f3 is getting up early in the morning well i trained for that by getting up early to read before i started going to work out and then i'd walk and then i'd go from there so if anybody's having trouble getting into sticking with f3 and that maybe the 5 a.m club but the weird part in there was the guy that's in there He'll just randomly do like push up Merkins or push ups or whatever, um, or uh, name a random exercise. Like, and how crazy is it that we would look at somebody weird if they just started doing 10 Merkins or 10 squats? But yet, the, um, it, how healthy that is to do a little bit here and there. Um, uh, carrying a book with you somewhere and pulling it out to read, like just having yeah. access to it is great. And if, um, as parents, um, I, I would recommend this book, a parents, coaches, and, and even ourselves, uh, uh, it's a really easy, quick read, but it, uh, one of the parts it talks about is like, if you have kids, if you, um, hit, if they play a sport or a musical instrument or both, or, it, the key is try to get them to do two of them and it's not that we're trying to grow basketball players or violinists or whatever you're, but you're teaching them grit by being able to do something day in and day out that they practice and with practice you fail and you get better and yeah. i didn't expect that message in that book and, so, so sir um for the folks who aren't watching they're listening what's the name of that book and who was the author so grit angela duckworth Awesome. Um, 5 a.m. was Robin Shamara. Tiny Habits is BJ Fogg. And then um, the last one here, if you're getting it, if you want to get into meditation, 
stress less, accomplish more, or peak mind, which I don't have in front of me. But um, I'm adding them all in the show notes too. So we're covering on that. Perfect. Perfect. How about you, man? You can't get away without answering the same question. So um, I read a lot of random things that come up. I, you know, I carve out time for 30 minutes to just read something, anything, and, and who knows what it's going to be. But I, I have a handful of books that I come back to that I've read multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so those are the ones I'll bring up. One of them, we, we mentioned, if you don't have time with technology, you can listen to it. And I've listened to this book two or three, maybe four times now. It's called One Second After uh, by John Matherson. And it's about um, the way it's written. It, it talks about an electromagnetic um, pulse used as a weapon and it kills all power to the, to the United States. And it takes everyone back to the dark ages and all the small things you don't think about, like what happens, not only you don't have a refrigerator, but that means you don't have your diabetic medication, your insulin goes bad and, and how quickly people turn against each other. And it takes place in Black Mountain, North Carolina, not far from where I went to college. So that's one that I really enjoy. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure that doesn't require much, uh, much in-depth thought, but you can't wait to listen to it on your next commute. So that's one I really enjoy. Um, you know, I, I, I got to plug the stuff that we already do in F3 with the source and free to lead. Those are, those are great. But here's another one that it's a, it's about the history of Jesus. It's called Killing Jesus. Mm. And this one is by Bill O'Reilly and uh, Martin Dugard. But uh, Killing Jesus is a historical background. It's not necessarily what scripture says, but what all of history said during Jesus's life, before, after, and during. So it, it reiterates some of my personal beliefs from non-Christian viewpoints. So you're able to hear things like it talks about there was in Chinese astrology, there were stories written about a star that hung in the Capricorn region during the March lambing season, which would have been the star that led to Bethlehem. And it's things like that, that where else would I find, you know, something that goes into that level of detail, but it's, it just reiterates my viewpoints from a non-Christian background. So it's stuff like that, that I just tend to go back to, but for me personally, it's small stuff that I just, that's interesting. Let me, let me dig into that a little bit. I want to know more about that. Um, Most recently we had a blood moon and I want to know when was the last time we had a blood moon? When's the next time we're going to have a blood moon on an election day, which is like 28, 54 or something crazy so i don't think we'll be around for that one but uh, it's just interesting stuff like that so i just kind of go down those those rabbit trails isn't it also called a a beaver moon too or something Uh, did you say beaver like justin beaver no beaver (laughs) like like a naked guy it is it yes 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 it is a a beaver beaver (laughs) beaver moon that's correct. <laughs> well, Saucer, I, I appreciate you carving out the time. I know IJ and I were both fired up to talk about it because it is something I, I, I often go back to. IJ, you were just talking about kind of historical uh, input from across the globe. You know, before the printing press, there was like a book, right? And books were incredibly valuable uh, because they took so much time to, to reproduce another copy. But the idea that you're that you're pushing in your region is uh, is worthy because it takes us back to a time when we used to gather together, you know, in our tribes and share and dissect and converse over a book. 
uh, whether it was it was scripture or poetry or you know the history of the village but people would would unpack together and and from doing that learn and retain so much more about where they've been but also where they're headed so I, I love that you're taking that to the next level leveraging it to bring guys out and do something maybe they felt like they weren't good enough to do or they're too old to do it or it's you know it's not worth my time uh, and you're flipping the script on that so in your own words why is free to read stuff worth trying it covers everything with f3 it, it's fitness um a lot of us talk about when we go to these events these f3 events that the mental part is the most challenging part. Well, how, what are we doing to build our mental capacity? And reading is one of those. And then it automatically, like you said, Tommy, what creates fellowship. And then from what you learn and what you get from building your fitness and fellowship is that faith element, um, the being um, optimistic of the direction that you can go in with building that community and a more intelligent one because of what you're reading and, and talking with. So, uh, and it just makes reading more fun and to talk about, I mean, it just like you said yourself, you guys wrote down a bunch of books that, and I got some that I never heard of from you guys uh, that when I'm done here, I'm excited. And most of all, the book it for beer. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for any reason, yeah. free to read should be started is for that. So I appreciate Stickers, you guys. If you're listening to this episode, we need a free to read or a book it uh, for a grown-ups book it for beer t-shirt logo. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a money maker. Well, the time of the year is perfect because I know we're coming up to the end of the year, right? And a lot of guys are starting to um, get in their shield locks or in their small groups or even just after workouts and looking at their eight block. And one of the, the prime squares on that eight block is how are you staying mentally sharp? So guys, if you're, if you're prolific readers, you know, grab, we, we've got, I think at last count, at least 10, 11, 12 books. So we got a book a month for next year. That'll be in the show notes. Add some of those to your, to your first quarter. Um, if you're new back to reading, add one, you know, add a book and knock it out in, in a, you know, a month, but uh, we've got plenty here to choose from. You know, if you haven't read free to read or Q source, those are two books that I can't encourage enough that you get together in a group and dissect. Um, they're a book, you know, I jokingly tease free to lead, but it's still candidly my favorite of the two. Uh, it's a book by meatheads for meatheads. Yeah. And there's so much great content in there. Well, well done. I've got Q source over here on my workbook shelf. <laughs> um, so yeah, soft serve hats off to you, man. This is great. Uh, keep pushing it. Keep us updated too. If you wind up adding something to it or guys, as you listen and start this in your region, if you're adding something new to it, let us know and we can share it on stuff we're trying. Uh, that website is coming up in a big reboot here uh, this week. So it's going to be really malleable and easy to update with new ideas. So soft serve, thanks for being the tip of the spear on this one, man. Thanks fellas. I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. Uh, Absolutely. IJ, any final thoughts from you, my friend? Listen, man, we always do a, a challenge worth trying, and I don't, I can't think of a better one than just to ask, ask somebody close by, you know, what are you reading or what have you read? What have you enjoyed? And I love the advice soft serve that you gave. If you start reading it and you don't like it, it's no different than you start watching a TV show and you're like, this isn't in for me. We have no problem turning it off and never turning it back on. There's no shame in picking up a book, reading it and saying, I just don't, this doesn't connect. I, 
and putting it down. No one's going to chastise you and give you a hard time. So take on that challenge. Ask somebody local or somebody that you see on a routine basis. What do you, what do you read? Ask a group and see if they say something that that's interesting. I mean, you can, you can get a free version of, of Audible. You, know, you can get three books for like three months for free. That's something to try out. You can borrow a book from somebody. That'll cost you zero dollars. Um, that's the thing about books. They're very easy to hand to the next guy and say, hey, when you're done, pass it on to the next guy or, or bring it back. However, books are available. They're, they are a treasure. Um, get into it. Challenge, challenge yourself. It doesn't require you to sit down for three hours at a time. Maybe you start off with 10 minutes and maybe that 10 minutes turns into 30 and maybe you end up starting a routine where you read 30 minutes before bed or 30 minutes before your workout or 30 minutes at lunchtime, whatever it is, find something that works for you, but challenge yourself. And if that means you're reading a new book, if that means you're, you're digging into something that you've always found interesting, or you want to learn more about, just do it, just get into it and, and find the time. We find time for Netflix. I think we can find time for, for something, something worth, worth reading. So thanks for sharing with us, soft serve. Tommy boy, you want to close this out. It's on you, brother. All righty, fellas, uh, pick up a book, dive into it, sharpen the brain, in the words of LeVar Burton, but you don't have to take my word for it. Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> <laughs> fellas, be good or be good at it. We'll see you next week. Love you, man. <laughs>